Welcome to Accelerating Your Dental Practice, a podcast with free expert advice to accelerate your practice's efficiency, growth, and profit. Here's your hosts, dental management consultants and friends, Malika and Michelle. Welcome, everyone, to our very first podcast of Accelerating Your Dental Practice with Malika and Michelle. I know we're both super excited to finally get this kicked off. Yes, I can't believe we're finally doing this. I know we've been talking about it for a while now. I know, I know. And they always say action, not perfection, right? So here we go. (laughs) Yes, and I feel like there's so much that we've been talking about the past couple of months based on our experience with our clients that I feel will be so helpful and beneficial to the dental community that we can talk about. And a hot topic that we just were talking about, which um, we'll have to break it up in a couple of episodes, I think, based on how detailed it is. Yeah. So we're going to jump right in today because there's a lot of, of things to discuss. We're going to talk about outsourcing. What systems can you outsource to help your team work more efficiently and accelerate your practice? Yeah. Uh, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but I think that, as you said very well earlier, was the, you know, the hiring drought. You know, we can't find staff. No one can find staff. Doesn't matter what state, what location you are. Um, I actually was just talking to a friend in California that owns a restaurant and they're having a hard time finding staff. So I think in the dental community has definitely been hit hard. So outsourcing is definitely a key component right now to be able to excel at your practice. And a lot of doctors ask, well, what kinds of things can I outsource? for my practice. Like they, they can't totally imagine having somebody that's not physically sitting in the office doing some work for them. There's a few things that you definitely can get off your plate by having another company, other human beings do it that are specialists in, in these areas. And the first one is answering the phones. Those phones, huge. those phones are ringing, ringing, ringing. A new patient call, Malika, what do you think? How long does a new patient call typically take? Sometimes it could be more than five minutes, honestly, because depending on, you know, like for me, like I tell my clients to use an intake form so you can get all the information you need. And that could take five, sometimes 10 minutes because it could be a nervous patient that just moved to the area or had a bad experience and you're trying to, you know, wow them on that phone. But if your your front desk is the only one up front that's answering phones, checking in patients, checking out patients, and maybe puts that new patient on hold three times before they finally get them an appointment, I mean, that could be a turnoff right there that they're too busy to see me. And that that could possibly put a bad taste in that patient's mouth. And some of the reviews I look at when I look at offices is I didn't go to that practice because I was on hold 10 minutes before they could even take my information on the phone. Or they don't take enough information because your front desk is so rushed just to get them on the schedule, hang up to get the help the patient in front of them. So that's huge. I 100% agree with you. Yeah, it's tough because like you said, if there's only one person or two people up front and you've got patients checking in and patients checking out, the ringing phone, I don't want people to consider it a, a nuisance or a disturbance, but it, it is because you're you're trying to handle the patient in front of you. And many doctors now are saying, I don't want my team answering the phone. I'd rather them focus on the patient right in front of us. So they have looked to companies that can answer the phone and schedule appointments. So we're not just talking about a a call center uh, that's just like taking messages for you. We're talking about an extension of your team to help get the information and and schedule appointments for you. 
And Michelle, I love that. Like that extension of your team is the, the, the key, you know, word right there, because I think that's what offices need to think about is just not something that I'm just going to utilize. And it's just abandoned. And extension is where it becomes important because they need to be involved in the day in, day out of your practice. There's changes in your schedule, in your hours, or how you want information taken in, or how the phone should be answered. I think they need to be involved so that they can be more efficient. And really, the patients are not going to know any different because they're, they don't know that the phone is not being answered from the office. I have a dentist right now where if, you wanna, if you're a new patient, press one. And guess what? All new patient calls are being outsourced to somebody else. And no one knows that. None of the new patients know that. And what they're getting feedback about is that who was Julie that answered the phone and took my information? She was wonderful. So, and they think that person's sitting in the office answering phones all day long. So I know it's, it's, it's the mindset, but I think if we can think of the, the benefits it has for the practice and utilize it in that perspective, it could be really, really great for, that, for depending on the dynamic of the office. And call centers, they can be used in many different ways. Like you just said, press one if you're a new patient. So all new patients go and get this great experience. I have other clients that use it. If the phone rings more than two times, it automatically goes to the call center Mm, so that they can focus working on what they're working on and dealing with the patient in front of them, knowing that it's not just Mm. going to go to a voicemail, that some other person is going to be picking up the phone and give the same customer service to the patient. Yeah, absolutely. And I, that's actually have an office where by the third ring, if it's not answered, it's automatically going to the call center. That's actually a great point because, you know, I remember when I worked in retail, like that was the rule. You have to answer the phone by the third ring, you know, and there was like a script that you had to have. And if you think about all the, you know, like I say, the four seasons and the Ritz Carlton, like they answered the phone the same style and by the third ring, it's answered. That's customer service. And this day and age, no one's patient. People want service immediately. And if they can't get it, they hang up and go to the next one. So we want to make sure that you're spending all this money on marketing. So the the patient call is coming in. But if we don't have someone to answer or onboard that patient properly, that's loss of money right there. The other option that we have is after hours. A lot of these call centers, they actually like will work until like eight o'clock at night, Eastern time. They will work Saturdays. Some even do Sundays too. So your phone is getting answered on hours that maybe other people, other offices aren't answering their phone. So yeah. this is a benefit to you as well. And it just takes so much pressure off your team. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, like when I talk to some, you know, when I talk to team members, they'll say like, we just can't keep up with the phones. The phones yeah. are constantly ringing and we don't just, or honestly, it sometimes unfortunately becomes such a stress trigger that they're almost tuning the phones out, which is unfortunate, you know, it's because yeah. it's like, okay, I have so much on my desk and I can't continue being on the phone to answer phone calls. So it's like, okay, let's figure out what the core issue is. And again, like we said, be able to outsource what we can so that our team can be more efficient in the practice. Exactly. And your team members are not providing the best customer service for a patient if they're distracted and working on like five different things. At the time, they're not focused on the patient that's on the phone, and the patient knows that. They sense that. Absolutely. Very true. So there's a bunch of of great companies out there that can help with outsourcing. Some of them only work with new patients. One big name is Golden Goose. I'm pretty sure they only work with new patients. Call Force is out there. There's a few other ones that are out there that can kind of- There's Call Connect. I worked with Call Connect before. They do great work. There's Hello Phone that does a lot with ortho 
practices that only takes on new patients and inputs them. So there's so many companies out there. Again, you ha- I recommend you know doing a demo with one or two, ideally maybe even three if you can, and you will know which one will be a better fit for the, the dynamic and the culture of your practice and the, the needs of your practice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I, I'm a firm believer that it's, a, it's all about the patient and the experience that they get. And if you don't feel that you're fully staffed or that you have the right people answering the phones at your office, outsourcing should be a big consideration for you. And as I mean, I think we've talked about a little bit, it's, it's an extension of your practice. And I think, think about the cost. I think one of the th- concerns is it's like, well, it's going to be too expensive. But think about the cost of every new patient that you're losing and the marketing you're doing for that new patient to be able to come in. Because I'll get calls where the client's like, I don't think my marketing company is doing a good job. We don't have enough new patients. And then we'll, if I, when I dig deeper and I listen to the recording of the calls or the number of missed calls that came through that was not answered, it's like, okay, those could have been all new patients because right? right. you guys didn't have the manpower to answer the phones. You weren't able to, or you answered the phones, but your staff was spread so thin that they could only do a quick, can you hold please? Or, you know, can, can I just take your phone number and call you back? Can you imagine? You, you don't know what's going on because you're busy in the clinic, you know, producing and your front desk is trying to do the best they can based on the, the manpower they have and depending on the number of phone calls coming in. So I think that's a really important key point. And cost-wise, it really, as you, I think you and I were chit-chatting about this earlier, you know, payroll taxes, you know, benefits, there's so much components there that you don't have to pay. And let's say if that company does not work out, you can unplug it. You don't have to worry about, okay, how do I deal with the HR issues? And what was in my handbook? And what can I say and not say? It really depends on the agreement and the contract you have with that company. And that's it. Right, right. So it can be very beneficial, but you got to make sure that you're keeping them up to date on your systems. Anything yes. changes in your office, the way you want anything done, treat them like an employee. They're an extension of your team. They're not sitting in the office, but they still need to be in the know. Yeah, for sure. So the next thing that I think is a huge, huge yeah. <laughs> topic, and this could take two or three employees in your office to, to cover these things. The next thing is insurance verifications, like the dreaded insurance verification. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like it doesn't matter if you're in or out of network, if you still are submitting the claims, I think a lot of times I get um, Dennis telling me, well, we're out of network. Great. But if you are assigned the benefits to the practice and the check is coming to you and you're telling the patient that they're out of pocket X amount of dollars, you still need to verify what their out of network benefit is. And as we know, this has been, it was bad before COVID and now the whole times are crazy. I think CareForce right now, Anthem is an hour minimum before you get some. I think lately Delta's even been in that situation. So think about that t- valuable time that your staff is spending on hold trying to get this information when you can outsource this to a company that can do it efficiently for you. And it actually, and I have, I've seen ones that will actually even go into your software and then put it into, let's say, Dentrix for you. They'll put it into the patient you know, documents center. They'll scan the information. They'll put it in. And depending on where you want that information, they can put it there. So your hygienist, your front desk, your assistant can see that information. But I feel like, you know, you and I talked about this earlier again, that sometimes the verification are not being done done or they're being done inefficiently. There's information missing. So then the patient's coming in the chair and ideally the dentist wants to do same day treatment or wants to go in and schedule the next appointment. We have to say, well, we're going to call you back because we don't have the information or we're going to make an assumption that it's covered, submit the claim. And then we're dealing with the consequences of the patient being upset because we give them the wrong information. 
Right. What do you think, Michelle? Is, is that? I see that happening. And I also see team members being very busy, very busy, yeah. and they're inputting the information into the software incorrectly. True. So then we're getting incorrect estimates that way too. And they have the best of intentions, but when there's a lot of things going on, the, the insurance information, it's so important to get it done on the front end. So there's less headaches on the back end, right? Yeah. A lot of negative reviews from people saying like, they didn't know my insurance, the billing is terrible in that office. You want to avoid that. The other thing is you're paying your, your team to be on hold for an hour. Like think about that dollar amount for them to be on the phone for an hour with an insurance company. They're kind of tied to that phone. Yeah, they can multitask, do a few other things, but they've got to be there with that. Yeah. These companies that verify for you and put the information in for you typically charge a flat dollar amount per verification. Right. So if they're on hold for three hours, you're not getting charged for three mm. hours. You're still getting charged that that flat fee. Yeah. And I think that's so helpful and something to keep in mind because just like the phones, doctors are wanting their team members to focus on the patient, not spend all this time on hold with an insurance company. Yeah. And I mean, I'm going to use an example that I just thought about. You know, I have an office that was having this verification issue and they're only a number with like four insurance plans, but still they verified for out of number of benefits. And it came to a point where the staff was had gone to the doctor and said, we just can't keep up anymore. So we're not completing them as efficiently. So then we're having some billing issues because we can't continue being on hold for so long. And, you know, understandably, the, the, the dentist was like concerned in the sense that, okay, you're asking me to hire another employee to just to do this full time. This just not cost effective. And, and, you know, the office manager suggested, you know, why don't we just outsource this to a company that can do it? And, you know, fast forward three months later, they did hire somebody. Yes, this, some, this individual that's doing it now, the company that's outsourced to is verifying, screenshotting the benefits, putting it into the document center, putting it in the family file where it needs to be based on insurance. And they said it's been the smoothest three months they've ever had. And it's re it really works. And yes, you know, the dentist had to pay an extra cost for this. But the staff is happy. So the retention of the staff currently in the office, the patients are happy and the account receivable is under control. So it's it's a whole package. And it really starts right there. That verification is such a key component of your practice's you know, financials. Because if you're not getting the right benefits or you're missing parts of it, then it causes the domino effect. Exactly. And benefits are changing. Yeah. They're changing like... <laughs> Like you know, at rapid overnight. pace. Overnight. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's crazy how how that happens. The other piece of it is the actual like submission of claims and following up on outstanding claims. I have I have a, an office that I'm working with. The office is doing fantastic, but they're so busy. Nobody can call on outstanding claims. And now all of a sudden those claims are getting to the point where we're like, we're at the, the timely filing limit. And are we actually going to be able to get paid on these claims? Cause they've been outstanding for so long, you know, this way, if you have a company that's working on this for you, they're constantly working on yeah. it and they're making sure that those things don't happen. They're making sure the claims go out with the appropriate information so that we're getting them back quick. You're getting paid really quick with this. And then they're following up on it because the last thing you want is to do all this work on these patients and find out it's been too long and you can't get paid. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is, it's, 
and having someone that's just on this at all times can also give you feedback both on the administrator part and the clinical part of things that you guys need to do in order to make sure that claim gets paid so that this you know the outstanding denied claims could be you know that that pile can get thin in the sense of okay do you have the interal photo do you have it in a pre-op post-op they're able to give you an email usually that says okay these following claims these items were missing or this is missing from the clinical notes or when you took the information on the phone those all pieces of the puzzle have to connect and if that person is on it day in day out and this is all they're doing for your practice they're able to also give you that feedback to help you practice be more efficient get you know your collection rate at a rate that you want because it's great to work super hard and produce great amount but if you're not collecting it it's, you know, it's honestly, it's like, it's pointless. Yeah. It breaks my heart. I look at, yeah. <laughs> when yeah. I look at I AR, all the time. claims. Yeah. I see it all. I mean, I'll run an agent report for an office and it's like, wow, they produced $250,000, you know, in April, but they collected a hundred. Yeah. And it's like, and, and they're honest. They'll say, you know, yes, we know. We just, we haven't had time to follow up with these claims. And some of the claims I look at is from 2020 and I'm like, oh boy, you know, these are long gone you know and these do doctors thinks that there's all this money sitting in that bucket to be collected but can it really be collected that's the question right and i try <sighs> dentists in general is why i, I kind of love you guys <laughs> are reactive you wait until you have a problem before you try to address it <laughs> Yeah, when in true. reality, right, what, what your job, Malika, what my job is, is, is to see these things coming and help them to prevent these problems. So when I'm looking at numbers, I'm looking at what you have for staff, I'm seeing what the capacity is for people. I would rather you, you do this sooner rather than later. A lot of doctors wait until there's so much money in that over 90 day category that the team is swimming upstream and they can't control it, that's when they go to this company to outsource them and hoping that they can work some magic yeah, and, and get that money collected. Yeah, and usually that those companies need a month just to get acclimated with your practice. Right. And remember that too. So you're like, okay, I have, I hear this all the time. I'm like, well, we hired this company, but nothing really has happened the last 30 days. But also you to remember they're digging in there trying to figure out what happened. You know, why is there so many denied claims or unpaid claims? And so that's another month of lost money until they get finally into your system. And but that remember that you're still seeing patients, there's still claims going through the system, and that 60 days now goes to 90 days. And so that 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 aging report just gets bigger and bigger. So it's important to, as you said it really well, just be proactive, honestly, and not reactive, because that also just puts bad habits into your practice where they're like, oh well, the doctor doesn't, the AR is not as important. Right. It's not true. You know, that's how you pay the bills and, you know, manage the practice. So it's important to know that that's a very key component in your, how you, your, your practice functions, but there has to be a system. And if that individual in your practice cannot do it because spread too thin, there's so many companies out there that can do it for you. When you're looking at a company, I don't know what criteria you kind of put in place, Malika, but one thing that's really important to me is the communication that they have with you and the team. You're yes. not just handing them the keys to everything and then walking away and expecting them to do everything. Again, they're an extension of the team. So there has to be daily communication with them. 100%. 100%. And then there should be a system that they share that they feel will work for your practice. And you have to say, okay, is this system, is this the right, you know, blueprint 
that fits with the dynamic one practice. Now, and I, I'll say this because I've had this feedback where the staff will say or the office manager will say, I just don't feel like this billing company is doing anything or they're actually making more mistakes. Listen to your staff, let them show you examples. Cause sometimes it's great to just say, here's the key, like you said, and just I'm outsourcing this, they're gonna figure it out. And two, three months into it, if that individual, that company just is not doing it the, the way they're supposed to do it, that's just digging you deeper. So definitely do your due diligence of interviewing the company, the, the person that's going to take over your account receivable, is the, the system secure that's logging into your system? Are they signing the documents to protect you and your patients and your practice? Those are huge components, especially when it comes to billing, because they have access to everything in your software and you want to make sure they're doing it right. And like we keep saying, there's so many companies out there. There's companies like large, large companies with lots and lots of employees. And then there's some smaller companies right. that have fewer employees, can take on fewer clients, but maybe give a little bit more attention to you. Everybody's different on the type of company that they like to work with. So it is like interviewing a, a team member. Yeah, You've got to make sure that this company is going to fit with you and your philosophy on things as well. And don't think that their way has to be the way it's done. If you're not happy with the way that they communicate things, you can make suggestions because ultimately it's your practice and they are working for you. Yeah, it's very true because I feel like sometimes I have clients that are like, okay, great. I just signed up for this company. And then three months later, I'm like, okay, the agents actually looks worse. Nothing against that individual, but it's like, oh, well, you didn't communicate what you needed. You didn't let them know that you do these certain types of cases or these ortho cases, or you have X percentage of Medicaid that are time sensitive, and they should have probably focused on that first before going to the other, you know, insurance care. So like those information are key to have. And the communication, like you said, between that outsourcing company and your team and yourself is crucial. It is. I had a a client just make a change on who they were using. They had used a company for a while, but the more I got involved and did some digging, there were no EOBs in the software at all. So they were posting payments, but there no EOBs to, to back up the payment or the denial. There were, they weren't appealing anything. They weren't even putting notes. So if something was denied and a patient called up and said, like, why wasn't this covered? There was, there was no notes. There was nothing in there, which caused more work for the office because now they'd have to go into the portal, get the EOB, figure out what was going on. They thought that they were working on outstanding claims. They weren't working on outstanding claims. And they were scared to communicate with the person because she would like get angry and defensive anytime they questioned Boy. her. And I was like, this is not the way you should do this here. <laughs> this change companies. <laughs> <laughs> so we changed companies and they communicate. Uh, they actually use Teams, Microsoft Teams to communicate. Uh, okay. and, um, and they get like daily reports, weekly reports. They can have phone calls with these people once a week, once a month, whatever you want. There's so many companies out there that know how to do it right. Yeah, there's, I mean, so, I mean, it said it well, there's so many, especially, you know, since COVID, I feel like more than ever. And I mean, great companies. And then sometimes you prefer a boutique style company where they're just have you and maybe two other clients. And if that's what you like, yes, interview companies like that. And so there's more companies out, as you said, that have hundreds of um, clients they work with, and you might prefer that. I mean, there's, there's many, many options out there for you. 
You know, it's, it's just depending on what you want and really interview them so that you make sure that they're right fit. And sometimes if it even helps, because I get it sometimes as a dentist, you've got so much going on clinical on the clinical side that you're not as much in tune with the administrator side. If you have a great office manager practice, have them interview that billing company for you because they probably know better how you, the billing should be handled. And be involved, be on that call, listen, and make sure that you understand and you can ask the questions that you feel are important to make sure that they fit the dynamic of your practice. Yeah. These three things could accelerate the practice very quickly. Yes. By Huge. taking some of the lesser things. I know, and I don't want to minimize these, the importance of these things, but letting your patient, your team focus on your patients that are in the office, giving them that amazing customer service, that amazing experience, taking some of these things off of their plate will help increase productivity. It'll help increase the culture, the, the morale in the office too, because they won't be overstressed. They'll really be able to focus. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. And if you think about it, these three, as much as you know, we said the easiest things to outsource, which it is, they really play hand in hand with each other. So the phone's being answered, the information that's being intake has to be intaken correctly. And then the verification is done based on the information that was taken in. And then that then goes into how you submit the claim and get paid. So I call this whole, it's like a pipeline. So if these pieces don't connect properly and there is a disconnect in any piece of that, then it's, it's going to, your system, that's the, this is the key component in the acceleration of your production, collection, all of that. Because remember, if the phones are not being answered, there's no patients on the schedule. You know, or if you're trying to grow the practice and you want more new patients, and there's no, you don't have a way to get your new patient calls answered. And, and like you said, there's companies that will do it after hours because you might get more calls after hours or on weekends or, you know, so it could be made, appointments could be made online. So all of that is huge. And then you're great. You have the patient on the books, but you have nobody that has the time to sit on the hold with the insurance company to verify the benefits. So then that patient comes in the chair, loves the hygienist, loves the dentist, likes the way they were greeted but then they get a bill in the mail because you told them that server was covered, but it wasn't. So that right there is a bad taste in their mouth. So that, so that all plays hand in hand. And I think these are the key systems that have to be there. And if you cannot have it in-house, definitely outsource it. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. This was great stuff. No, oh, this was a good one. I think, and I, <laughs> as I said, like, you know, you and I talk about this all the time. These are huge right now, especially with the, you know, the drop we have in staffing and the time that has to be spent to train and a staff member right now, yeah. you know, it's hard. Sometimes you only have one person up front that's answering phones. And now you put a new newbie there that has a great personality, but no dental experience. And you expect your front desk that's wearing 10 different hats to now train this new person. They could be so stretched out and spread so thin that the interaction might not be very positive. And then you lose that individual that you just spent a month training. So I think this is a great way to continue to excite your practice and grow your practice and have it, as you said, a positive team culture. And to throw a little plug in for affinity management, because of what you said, Malika, about people just not have, you're hiring these new people without experience and your other team members don't have time to train them. That's why I created the new to dental bootcamp. Yeah. It was like an intense two week training on the systems. Even if you are going to outsource them, they're still going to have to answer the phone. You're still going to have to check benefits occasionally if an emergency patient comes in. They still need to know how to do 
everything. So that's another way to outsource it is outsource the training, the onboarding process of your team if you don't have other team members. Yes, that can that's help. great. And, and her program is great. I mean, spelled out, it's, it's, you know, it's easy to use. And I think your, you know, your staff could definitely benefit from it. Again, it's about the experience of onboarding that new hire. I always say like, I get offices that tell me like, well, we hired her and she didn't last even a week or she went to lunch and never came back <laughs> Well, because you just threw her in. And guys, dentistry is overwhelming no matter what seat you have. I think a lot of times we forget that. And I think we have to give them the right tools. And I, I personally say for my own business that if somebody that works for me quits, I failed first yep. and then, you know, because I got to de- see what I did wrong. What I, did I say that I was going to deliver as the, as the CEO, the owner of that business that I did, I feel that because they trusted into working for me and I, I was supposed to provide the right tools. And if I didn't provide the, provide the right tools in the toolbox, they're going to walk. So it's like, if you don't have the time to train in-house, outsource the training as well. Cause there's like, you know, like her program is great. Michelle's program is wonderful. I highly recommend it. Yeah. It's I'm excited about it. I'm excited about some of these things that, mm. uh, some doctors can implement you know, as always, like if you have questions, Malika and I, our information will be in the, the show notes. You can reach out to either one of us. Although we work for two different companies, we're very like-minded and you'd get yeah. the same answers from both of us, which is why this podcast is such a, a, a great partnership. Yes, yes, definitely. Happy to help any way I can. Well, until the next time for part two, where we're going to talk a little bit more about the things that can be automated in the practice. So stay tuned for the, for the next episode and we'll talk soon. Yes. Thank you guys. Thanks for joining us on Accelerating Your Dental Practice. To connect with Malika and Michelle, visit ZarDentalConsulting.com and AffinityManagement.co and learn how they can help you accelerate your practice even further.